So today, as you said, should have been President Kabila's last day in office when he would have been handing over the reins to a newly elected president. Uh, but instead, he shows no signs of leaving. And we've seen uh, opposition leaders, pro-democracy youth activists and others uh, say that they will go to the streets to try to, to push, push Kabila to accept to step down. Uh, in the past couple of days already, we've seen heavy deployment of security forces in Kinshasa, Goma, and other cities. And uh, there's a real sense of fear, loss of tensions in many parts of Congo. Uh, and people you know, are, are concerned that there will be more government repression in the coming days. Uh, in past protests in September in particular, we documented 66 people who were killed by security forces during protests in Kinshasa. Uh, so many fear that we might see, see more violence in the coming days. There's also been a lot of mobilization by armed groups, especially in the eastern part of the country. Uh, many armed group leaders have said that President Kabila is no longer legitimate. The police and army will no longer be legitimate after today. Uh, so it's possible we'll see uh, armed conflict with some of these groups. Already this morning, there were uh, gunshots reported in the eastern town of Butembo. Uh, it's unclear what exactly is behind that. Uh, also, uh, worries or uh, reports that there might be some divisions within the security forces, uh, with some uh, unwilling to, to remain loyal to Kabila in the coming days. So we do see a real risk of potential large-scale violence in the coming days and weeks if President Kabila does not make a clear commitment that he's going to step down. But I see that there is a court ruling that seemingly paves the way for President Kabila to remain in office. So the, the Constitutional Court uh, did, did, in a very controversial ruling, uh, say that President uh, Kabila could stay in office until the, the, next, uh, the new, next president is elected. Uh, but many would argue that another part of the Constitution is that Kabila has a responsibility to uh, organize elections before the end of his mandate, which, which was today and which he has not done. Uh, and the court has also been, been criticized as being uh, close to Kabila and that uh, the judges were given instructions by those in the presidency. Uh, there was an agreement reached in October between a small faction of the opposition and Kabila's ruling coalition, uh, allowing elections to be postponed until at least April 2018. But this was rejected by most of the main opposition leaders in civil society. Uh, and, and the Catholic Church has tried to mediate last-minute negotiations between most of the opposition and the ruling coalition. Uh, but this has failed to reach an agreement, and the Catholic bishops uh, left for the Vatican on Saturday. Uh, they say that the talks will resume on the return uh, on December 21st, uh, but the situation on the ground might have, have changed by then. So with the impasse in negotiations, Ida, what is likely to happen now? So we'll see. I think the, the big question is how, how much people will be able to mobilize uh, in the face of, of government repression. Uh, as I said, there's heavy deployment of security forces. Police announced yesterday that any group of 10 people gathered together will be dispersed. We've seen a number of arrests of pro-democracy youth activists, opposition party members, and others in the past few days. Uh, so it's, you know, I think that the question is whether people will be able to get out on the streets to mobilize. Uh, so far today, it seems uh, that you know, things are, are 
quiet. It's still it's still early, uh, but we're hearing reports again of, of security force deployments uh, in the big cities. Uh, many say that today Kabila is still it's his last day in office. He has until midnight tonight as the legitimate leader. So some have said that today will be more of what they call a vivmort or a dead city, uh, and then protests will start tomorrow. Uh, but it's it's difficult to predict exactly how things will play out. And just very quickly, Ida, um, the investigation that was published in Bloomberg News about the Kabila family fortune, if you could just tell us briefly about that. Right. So there, a groundbreaking investigation was published last week by, by Bloomberg News about the, the fortune that Kabila's family, uh, himself, his wife, his two children, and his brothers and sisters, what they've amassed uh, since President Kabila came to power in 2001. And they found that Kabila controls, uh, the family controls at least 70 companies that have brought in hundreds of millions of dollars to the family, uh, including you know, mining companies, uh, controls for permits of diamond mines all along the Angolan border, uh, phone companies, airlines, all sorts of companies in Congo, uh, land holdings as well. And the conclusion of the, the Bloomberg report was that you know, this, this might be one of, one of the reasons why Kabila seems to be digging in. He's amassed such a, such a great fortune and is not, is not willing to give that up.